You are now tuned in to Today with Pastor Jay on WNZF News Radio, where we discuss inspiring and informative news. And now here's your host, Pastor Jerilyn Denny. Good morning, good morning. Wake up and good morning. This is part three, I think it is. We're still talking about, and you know what? I'm okay to continue talking about the segregation that happened in the city of Benel at the elementary school, because if we don't talk about it and continue to talk about it, how are we going to heal about it? And that's what this show is going to be talking about, healing. And the Lord had given me an initiative um, called I Am 13914. But before I get into that, I want to welcome my guest again. We have uh, Mayor David Alphin from the city of Palm Coast. And I have, um, by way of video and telephone, Dr. Linda Lee Tarver out in Michigan. Hi. Yes. And we have Pastor Dwayne Harden in Atlanta. Hey. And I have the Honorable Joe Woolbright, who's in Tennessee. <laughs> Hi. All right. So we're going to continue this conversation. So here I am burdened by this. I mean, when I say burdened by this, I didn't realize how much of an issue and an impact this had on my life until I decided to do a Facebook Live with my mom. Mm. Of course, I was upset about it. I'm doing this Facebook Live and, and I'm sharing the story. When I was in the fifth grade, I had a white teacher tell me I couldn't be black and smart. This is what she told me. Can you believe this, David? This is what she told me. I couldn't be smart and black. And because I was smart, she wasn't going to educate me or teach me any longer. And no matter what I put on my paper, she gave me an F. Well, I went home and told my mom. Well, you know, we, my mom's just one of those type of moms. She went to the school, grabbed the teacher in her neck and her throat, put it in a corner, and told her, you're going to teach my smart black child like your life depends on it. Threatened her life. She moved my desk in front of her desk. And my mother came to school every week for the remainder of the school year. She would pop in at different times. And she told her, not only will you teach her, what an you're awesome going to look. Is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she said, you're going to look. It is an awesome in, visual. Yeah, oh you're going to look I... in front. You're going to look in the face of my smart black child. That is that That's, is the original definition of mentoring. She did it. Yeah. And let me tell you, at the That's end of the a school year. Like, my mom gangster. <laughs> Listen. And at the end of the school year, she made sure the teacher was fired. But she made her teach me the entire year looking in my black face. So I did that. That was me in the fifth grade. And then you fast forward to when I have children. I'm living in Keystone Heights, Florida, and the KKK damaged my mailbox and put a sign that said the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan are watching you. We don't like what we see. And then for my children to go to school dealing with um, slanderous remarks, chocolate milkshakes, me having to go to the school and then go to the school board with these issues and problems. And then we're here today in 2023, but now elementary school, I've had two children graduate from there. One of my daughters was in the gifted program there. And my granddaughter is in the third grade. She's not zoned for Benel elementary school, but my daughter has, um, she and her husband saw fit that that's where they wanted my granddaughter to go. And I said a couple of shows ago, the only reason why Benel elementary school is still standing is because my granddaughter wasn't caught up in the <laughs> foolishness. So this is personal to me. And as I was crying out to the Lord, I called several people and Pastor Harden. I called you. Remember that? That's right. Yeah. We were talking and Pastor Harden was like, Pastor Jay, we got to we got to do something. It was uh, interesting because she called me at a time. It, you know, we have Saturday service and she's calling and I was praying and Lord says, call her back right away. So I call her and she has this passion inside of her and I'm in the middle of preparing, but this thing overtakes me and, and, um, her passion was there. She was concerned and saying, what can I do? What shall we do? 
And um, we went to work on some ideas. And then she came up with this wonderful idea. Well, we're talking, you know, how do you children need to have an identity, right? And I had already been at the school holding signs, telling them that they're beautiful. I love their skin. I mean, I'm just coming up with crazy stuff. I'm just standing at the schools with all the students coming by, letting them know they are fearfully and wonderfully made. And the Lord just spoke to my heart and said, start an initiative. Of course, it didn't help. Um, Pastor Harden, because you're up there saying we need to do something. We need a nonprofit. Right. <laughs> Project <laughs> identity. I mean, we would, you know, throwing around some things and, and I'm going, OK, you with me? You with me? You with me? He's, he's got me. But and that's where um, I am. One, three, nine, one, four was birth. When you look at the three things that those students were told, they were told that they would go to jail. They were told that they would be shot and they were told that they would be in an early grade. And, and how old are these kids? Nine and nine. ten. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm hmm. So I realize that today's kids are perhaps a bit more mature than, than certainly than I was at that age so many decades ago. But those concepts are so far above what a child that age should be dealing with. I'm sorry, threatened with. Mm. It, it, it doesn't make any sense from anybody's point of view. I mean – We've heard this uh, scared straight, right? Mm-hmm. This is so so out of place, even with that concept. I mean, it just doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. I mean, but how do you repair that? Right, See, that's where we okay. are, yeah. um, Doctor Linda Lee. How, we've got to repair that because harm has been done, and this is I, for those that are that advocating for the principal. And I feel for her. I do. Eighteen years in the school system, right? She loves students, and this is one mistake. But it's the gravity of the mistake that I don't think people are realizing, not just the the principal, but the teacher that was involved. The gravity of this mistake has had lifelong impact on these students and the community. How about the lack of healing hands that have stepped forward to, if it was a mistake, everybody makes mistakes. We get that. Mankind was created to make mistakes. But the lack of the community coming forward to help us repair that mistake. That's what the, really gets me. That goes the, back the to issue, the apathy again. The issue is that they don't appreciate that it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say that, I am, I'm sharing that with you. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're, they don't appreciate it's a big deal. The statistics of going to prison, dying early, and the like for a lack of quality education is not wrong. It, the statistics are not wrong. No. So they should not have shared that with these children in this capacity. But the data that they provide uh, throughout the country, especially for black children, those that data that they provided. And I don't know the details of it, but it is not incorrect. Totally correct. But not not for a nine year old's digestion. Mm -hmm. Again, I didn't say that it was for consumption for a child. I said that the data that they provided is not incorrect right. statistically across the nation. Agreed. The problem is, is that the children are exposed to much more information than that. Mm-hmm. And they are allowed to go to school where the, the education system, the liberal ideology of an education system, suggests that these are our children until you pick them up or they're placed on a bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that we can do whatever we want to. We can mm-hmm. indoctrinate them. We can, um, we can uh, 
uh, massage their minds and their thinking against God, against what is at home and against their parents. That is what's going on. And that is a bigger issue than this, the assembly uh, that was not uh, approved, nor is, was it appropriate. The issue that is, needs to be dealt with is there needs to be a firm slap legally uh, to address and financially to address the issue so it doesn't happen again and it doesn't happen and, and that there is a correction and a rebuke for all black educators who are now empowered by diversity, equity, and inclusion, a wokeness, and that somehow black folks, as, as their predecessors in the 2020, uh, Black Lives Matter, and this new LGBT agenda that is coming along that somehow we rule the liberal school education system wherever we go. And we are exempt from discrimination practices. We are exempt from Mm -hmm. being called racially, you know, motivated because we are black. And so that that needs to be settled legally and through civil rights so that it won't happen again, because it'll continue to happen. There are, there are black assemblies for black graduates. We have black HBCUs. And I, and I get, have, and I get uh, that, Dr. Black. Linda Lee, but here we are. And, and We've got to move forward to a place of healing, right? As for me in the community, um, I've got to be able to foster healing in my community. And we're going to talk about that because we've got to take a break. And Dr. Harden, sure. we're going we're gonna to come back in. I want to talk to all of you. Uh, Jill, are you still with me? Yes, and I want to talk about the intent. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Don't go anywhere, guys. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. NMLS number 228111, CHL NMLS number 156.22. Hi, this is Steve Verrier, your proven local source for residential home financing needs. We can often say yes when others say no. So if you're having trouble, please let us take a look. You can find me online at thefloridamortgagecenter.com or call direct at 386-866-1112. We're proud to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. Hey, this is James Bellino, pastor of Church on the Rock, and I want to personally invite you to our services on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Our church is located at Route 1 in Bunnell, and, and we offer a service that seeks the Holy Spirit to be led and guide in the kingdom of God's people coming together to be trained and equipped and then to be sent out into the community. Christ said to make disciples to go throughout the earth, and that's our, our call, and that's our belief at Church on the Rock. Visit our website at churchontherockpc.com. I want to give a thank you and a shout out to Steve Verrier, the Florida Mortgage Center, for sponsoring today with Pastor Jay and Church on a Rock. Thank you guys for um, sponsoring the show. So, Jill Woolbright, you know, this is the thing, the intent. They didn't intend any harm. They, well, this um, is the thing. This is the problem when we need to address behaviors and we need to take responsibility and we need to hold people accountable. That's why so many of our politicians in the community did not come forward. That's why so many people have come to her defense and to the teacher's defense because they didn't intend to cause harm. That doesn't matter. That's an excuse. Intent is an excuse. We cannot excuse things when they're that brazen and they've called that much harm to children. The first thing we have to do is own it and not excuse it. 
We have to own it okay. and not excuse it. We cannot heal the children in the community until there is ownership that that was wrong. It should have never happened, point blank, end of discussion. Then we can move forward to heal our community and help help heal our children. But we can't excuse things that are that that. Egregious. Bull, I mean, that's just—it was just horrible. I, I the, that horrific. We I cannot excuse it. I spoke with several of the parents, and I've been out at Benella Elementary School, and it is my intent to go as often as I can in the morning to hold up some signs to to encourage the students. And as I was speaking with several other parents, and I have their numbers, and I wanted to have them on the show, but I got to give them a minute to where because this is still raw for them, right? And they were in—they're in shock about what's happening, but the community impact, see, it's not even the intent. Those students were harmed. Not only the fourth and fifth grade students were harmed, the entire school was harmed. I was speaking with the cousins of the students that were there, the neighborhood um, people that were there that don't even have students in the school. I mean, the community of Bunnell, the county of Flagler County has heard this and have been affected by this that's the gravity of the decision it was to segregate students berate them and to threaten them with things um bishop are you there yes i'm okay you there i mean that and that's something sure i uh i have a lot of training that i do as a pastor bishop as a uh, apostolic leader and um there are times i have people that are going to be presented as a minister who will literally be ministering before people I really do a lot of training in that process. And if they don't pass the test, if they don't go through it, then they they are not passed on to the next level. They will not be able to stand in front of people with my sanctioning, right? And here's the deal. One statement that I've made, the reason why I do a lot of training is because your failure is my failure. So if, if you are, are failing up there, it's because... Somewhere along the way, I did not complete my task, right? So the teachers are saying, you students are failures. Mm-hmm. But the teachers aren't taking responsibility for taking their, their style, their strategy, their, their passion to the next level to equip the kids without breaking their spirit. Mm-hmm. If I may, Absolutely. Pastor, um, yes. Jay, the, the bigger issue that we... We're finding laws govern laws and lawsuits govern behavior. The Lord and uh, the church govern the heart condition mm-hmm. of people. You you cannot stir the heart. Only the Lord can do that. You can't do that. You can make them do things that look as though it's a, a genuine care or concern. But in terms of repeated vindication for the children, it must be something that changes in the policies and mm-hmm. in the laws governing what what transpired. The policies, the procedures, the school board um, laying out new policies that, that do it. At the root of this, the school, at the root of it, the school does not believe that they are responsible for the education and the failure of the education of these black children. And that is the problem that we're seeing across the country. Who's responsible for the failures of why uh, Tyrone can't read? Mm-hmm. It is the education system. They blame the students. They blame the parents. 
They blame everyone but themselves. And it is every liberal area that you see, they blame everyone but, the, but themselves. And because they put the onus on the, the child and blame the child and blame their lack of having a two-parent home or blame the fact that they're poor or blame, they put every blame on everyone else except for this failing school that cannot teach this child how to excel. I've got to get Jill and to come in on that, that children one. With the same <laughs> educational um, or the same background can excel. One person uh, had a, uh, a mother who had a third grade education. She couldn't read and write in the city of Detroit, raising two boys by herself. And she, she was 13 when she got pregnant. And at the end, when she got married to the, to, um, the baby daddy. And this young man ended up graduating from Detroit Public Schools and becoming Dr. Ben Carson. And so I'm sharing that with you that it doesn't really matter that you come from extreme poverty or right. what color you come from or the fact that you have a daddy or know who he is. The, the issue is, is that we had a quality education system. All right. Let's just talk about that a long time ago. Let's talk about that. And that is the expectation. Jill, I want you to weigh in because I'm hearing, oh, well, the parents aren't doing anything at home to help these students. And it's the parents fault. I, we had a conversation the other day and you told me I could make gains. I'm an excellent teacher and I can make gains with any group. What say you? I say that, yeah, in a perfect world, you have the parents and the children and the teacher all working together in harmony, right? But it's not a perfect world. And every family, every child that comes into your room is a different child. And you have to teach that individually, individual mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. And if Amen. there isn't mm-hmm. any support at home, guess what? It is the do- my duty then to Come on. stand in the gap. All right. Amen. In the All right. gap for those kids. And I would turn myself inside out. I would go in and talk to the cafeteria. I remember Miss Rosa. Miss Rosa, I got problems with such and such. Who do you know that knows this child? And I would connect with people that I knew. That Customers. Reach that well, that, that's, reach when, that that's when teachers me. used to be called. <laughs> I mean, let's just let's just be real about it. So that's when teachers used to be called to do the job. We got to take a break, guys. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to today with Pastor Jay. Follow Faith and Flagler for daily videos from Flagler County Faith Leaders. Hi, I'm your host Brian McMillan. You can find the show on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Thanks for watching because building faith strengthens our community. Hi, this is Chris DeWind with the Flagler County Buzz, your local trusted news source for opinion-free news in Flagler County. You can find us on the web at flaglercountybuzz.com. Hey, this is Stephen, co-founder for Operation 22. And this is Chase, co-founder and marketing director for Operation 22. And this is Dennis, Director of Operations for Operation 22. We want to invite you out to our inaugural poker run, September 16th. We'll be starting at 10 a.m. at Iron Horse Saloon. Come visit our website at operation22.com so you can get signed up for the event. Come help us and support the Stop Veteran Suicide. Together we heal. Okay, so what now? So I'm launching this initiative, as I mentioned earlier, called I Am 13914. The Lord was showing me the what was in common with the three things that they were told that they would be shot, that they were going to go to jail and that they were going to die. And what's in common with that are numbers. Um, When you are shot, there's a case number. 
When you go to jail, you have an inmate number, you have a prison number, and when you die, um, you have a death certificate number. There's numbers on your toe tag, and we can go on. So as in giving them a new identity, um, uh, the Lord said, give them a new number. Give them a number. Give them an identity. And I, what are we talking about? And he said, what scripture have you been quoting all week? And this is what I've been telling the kids that I, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's where I came up with the initiative. I am 13914 because Psalms 139.14 says just that. So that's the new initiative. I am 13914. And as I was speaking with um, Pastor Harden um, about this, he had an amazing idea that we're going to incorporate into that. And Pastor Harden, just take a few seconds and let us know about that. Sure. I um and and you know what I did? I don't know if I told you, but Saturday Uh-oh. morning I incorporated some of that Psalm 139 mm-hmm. into my message. Really incredible time, really incredible moment. But what I also uh shared with her is why don't we get some college students and some kids uh who are young people who have already kind of crossed the threshold, maybe past fourth, fifth grade, they're maybe high school students, college students adults and everyone to start writing letters doesn't have to be long and intense or it can be long uh, but preferably something that is quick and easy for them to grasp and give them a note that you sign and you tell them how great they are and they are the head and not the tail that's me being churchy now but they are not uh, not losers they are they are not going to end up in jail because they have a great future Mm-hmm. Um, they have the opportunity to prosper. They, that, you know, you might even feel like led to say something like, you know, you could be the president of the United States one day, or you could. Or they can just share their testimony leader. of what they had gone through. And, or their testimony. Right. Yes. So, and upon um, Pastor Harden sharing this with me, I encourage everyone to write letters to the students at Benel Elementary, and I'm going to be placing them on a landing page on my website, which is I am one three nine one four. That's going to be the website um, dot com dot org and dot net. And on that page, it will have these letters of inspiration. I reached out to Dr. Alveda King, who's the niece of Dr. Martin Luther mm-hmm. King Jr. And she's going to do some video presentations Excellent. and Good. it's just going to be a place of encouragement. And what am I going to call this page? And I'm going to tell you last night I was praying and I, I shared this with Dr. Harton and Dr. Linda Lee and Jill, you guys are hearing this for the first time, but I was asking the Lord, what do I call this page? And you know how you have the 411 and when you need help, you call 911. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Lord gave me, give them the 511. And First okay. Thessalonians 511 talks about encouraging one another and building Amen. each other up. So that page Aww. is going to be called the 511. I like it. <laughs> I love it. So that's what, we're, you know, we just can do. And this organization is going to provide for mentoring, um, support, advocacy, tutoring, um, some therapies. I've even reached out to um, Janet McDonald. She's going to be coming and, and just, and I know, Mayor, you're going to be part of this initiative. And it's not just going to be for the city of Benel, but I'm praying that this no. is something nationwide that Absolutely. we can heal, heal from. But what a better place to launch this than in the city that was the last city in the nation to integrate in the United States of America, because we've got to be able to encourage these students and encourage their parents. So thank you guys. I know I have your help, um, Pastor Harden, and I know I have all of you guys help, and we're going to push this forward um, in a positive way to help heal our community and to educate and support our students as well. All right. 
Thank you guys for joining me. You know what I say. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not promised. What are you going to do today? Today, you're going to remind yourself that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves you. I love you. Have a great day.